Welcome back to Heal Your Hormones podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle, and this is our Friday chats episode. In the spirit of it being Valentine's Day next week, I want to share with you today three common causes of low libido. This is something that I will often hear from my clients as a concern, but it's usually brought up towards the end of the visit, kind of as like a secondary or like last minute add-on. It's usually not somebody's primary focus. And I think that's because a lot of women just assume that having a low libido just has to be their norm. And of course, libido is a spectrum. You know, some people, what they consider to be a high libido would be considered a low libido to somebody else. But if you feel one, unhappy with your libido, and two, if you feel like your libido has changed recently over the past few months or even years, then it may be an indicator that there is something deeper going on. So there are many causes of low libido, but I want to share the three most common that I personally see in my practice. So number one is low sex hormones, and this is by far the most common. By sex hormones, I'm talking about estrogen, testosterone, DHEAS. These hormones are primarily made in the ovaries for estrogen and testosterone. DHEAS is primarily made in the adrenal glands. I am seeing this hormone picture more and more. I actually am seeing a lot of women who are being misdiagnosed with PCOS who actually have really low sex hormones that is leading to a lot of their symptoms like irregular cycles, infertility, weight gain, fatigue, hair loss. And that's why testing is so important. But we often see low sex hormones, you know, one, when somebody is not eating enough or they're over-exercising, or if they've been on the birth control pill for a long time and their ovaries have essentially stopped making hormones because they were kind of turned off from the birth control pill and the pill was supplying those hormones. So even women who have been off the pill for six months, we can still see really low sex hormones months and months and months later that can lead to low libido. So in these clients, my primary focus is to support their ovaries, support the adrenal glands so that they can start making these hormones again. They start having regular cycles and they tend to see an improvement in their libido. Number two is thyroid dysfunction and both hypo and hyperthyroidism. So an underactive and an overactive thyroid can prevent libido or can inhibit libido. And this is why we should really be checking our thyroid annually. I mean, there are many reasons to be checking our thyroid annually. Low libido is one of them, but our thyroid is really sensitive to stress and that can be a good stress. It can be a bad stress. It can be an emotional stress or a physical stress. I know for me, after I have COVID, my thyroid function tends to go down. My antibodies go up. So I know that there are certain life triggers that are going to make me need to be more aware of what's happening with my thyroid. So if you do struggle with low libido and you have not had your thyroid checked recently, and by recently, I would say probably in the last six months, um, especially if you've seen a change in symptoms during that time, I would ask your doctor to retest your thyroid. Ideally, we want your TSH, which is the thyroid stimulating hormone. It's a hormone that our brain makes to communicate with our thyroid to essentially tell it to do its job in making hormones. We want TSH between one and 2.5. Now, conventional medicine will say you are quote unquote normal 
if your TSH is between 0.5 and 4.5, but women really feel best with that TSH between one and 2.5. That's also when we see the most consistent cycles and when we see best outcomes for fertility. So if you are in that 3.5 to four range and you're not feeling great, but your doctor's telling you everything looks fine, I'd probably recommend working with somebody else who can look at your labs through the lens of what symptoms are you actually experiencing. And then number three is stress. And this is really a big one and it goes underestimated. I think, um, you know, stress management, I try to talk a lot about it on the podcast and really just share that managing our stress is just as important as what we eat in the supplements that we take. And I know a lot of women can kind of put stress on themselves when libido is low and that kind of exacerbates the situation. So instead of focusing on the fact that your libido is low, focus on where is stress coming from in your day to day and what changes can you make to allow you to handle that stress better? So maybe it means setting boundaries with social media. Maybe you don't get on your phone for the first hour of the day. Or maybe it means setting boundaries with work. So you are turning off work email, shutting your computer by 6 p.m. and not looking at it the rest of the night. Finding one or two areas in your day that you know tends to cause you the most stress and making an actionable plan to change that really can go a long way for stress management and for improving your libido. One thing I always ask my clients, you know, I'll say, Yes, there's always going to be stress triggers that is out of our control. We cannot control every single thing that happens in our life or everything that happens in the world. But does that stress really impact you or can you let it roll off your back? And oftentimes when we start to work together, they'll say it really impacts me. But as we do work around their diet and setting boundaries in their life and optimizing their sleep, After a few months, they're usually saying, you know, what used to really set me off no longer does. Like the stress is there, but my reaction to it is different. So just kind of doing an internal intake of how you respond to stress. And if you know it really impacts you, that may be playing a role with your libido as well. All right. That is all I have for you today. Of course, there are other causes of low libido, but those are some of the three most common ones that I'm seeing in my practice recently. So I hope that got the wheels turning for you and hopefully can start a conversation between you and your doctor. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend and a lovely Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, whatever you are celebrating. And I will see you on Tuesday.